Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And it's amazing because it is December 1st today. Can't believe we have one more month in 2020. What a year, y'all. What a year. It's crazy. But today I'm super, super excited because I have my amazing friend, Victoria Humphrey, here on the podcast. And y'all, this girl right here is one of the most encouraging, creative, talented, funny, and intentional people you will ever meet even if you don't meet her on person in person you'll get to meet her here and it's just such a fun thing to have her here and you know actually fun story Victoria and I actually met first over Instagram because we had some friends who were in common and I just saw that her posts were so encouraging and I loved it so much uh and then we finally met at a friend's wedding two years ago and went to Niagara Falls together last year so I like I said I'm super excited to have her here Victoria thank you so much for coming on the show with me Thank you for having me. I am like seriously so thrilled um, for this opportunity to be on your podcast. You are such an amazing friend. One of the things I appreciate the most about you is just how real your faith is. And it's not a facade. It's like from the overflow of a life that's spent in daily um, just communion with the Father. And that's what I just, I love about you. I love spending time with you. You're just so fun. Oh, thank you. I feel so encouraged. (laughs) That's the thing, everyone. Like, when you spend time with Victoria, you'll feel so encouraged. Like she'll just say one thing and you're like, wow, I feel so blessed. So it's amazing. I just, oh, I love you so much. Um, okay. So we put some questions out there on Instagram and I had a poll for you all to ask and you all sent some awesome questions in. Victoria even put out a funny question. It was like, hey, even if you want to ask me about my favorite toothpaste, feel free. <laughs> so we have that from my very dear friend. Katie Lynn, she has asked that. So, Victoria, what kind of toothpaste do you use? (laughs) Okay, so, like, it seems like such a silly question, but it's something that I'm actually, like, really passionate about, so stick with me for a little bit, all right? I'm going to turn this into a little bit of a Bible lesson. So, (laughs) 1 Corinthians 6, it talks about how the Spirit of God lives in you and how you're bought with a price, that your body's not your own, and to honor God with your body. And, you know, a lot of people will say, okay, that's just like about sexual immorality. But the fact that the spirit of the Holy God lives within you, it should change your perspective on everything. Um, And that includes your health. And I'm always reminded of the 19th century preacher, Robert Murray McChaney, um, who dying at the age of 29, which is super young, he wrote, God gave me a message to deliver and a horse to ride. Alas, I have killed the horse, and now I can't deliver the message. Meaning that God had given him, he had prepared these good works for him to do, like Ephesians 2.10 says, but because he didn't take care of his own health, he wasn't able to deliver the message. And that's something that's really important to me because 
I've done the same. I, in my teenage years and early 20s, I went so hard into ministry that I didn't take care of my health. And for the past five years, actually, I've been working on healing my body and eliminating um, toxic products, things that chemicals, things that disrupt your hormones and your natural balance. And um, toothpaste is one of them. So I use um, the Young Living's Aroma Bright Toothpaste. I love it. It's amazing. It's super minty and awesome. And um, I would just encourage everybody to really think about that. Like, what am I putting into my body? What am I putting on my body? Um, so that I can use my body for the glory of God to pursue the things that he's wanting me to pursue and to present the message that he has for me to present to the world. Wow, that is so beautiful. Like, I think most of us will just like put toothpaste in our mouth or deodorant on us without thinking like this is actually the Lord's temple that we're having to take care of. So, man, I love that. See, Victoria, you're just so intentional in everything you do. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a lesson too. Like I had to learn that and from my own faults and my own shortcomings and not taking care of my body. So because of that, you know, it, it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I do choose to be intentional and I encourage, um, you know, especially young women, because, you know, you're putting makeup on, you're putting lotion on, you're putting all these different things on your body, and you're not really asking yourself, okay, if my skin is the largest organ, like, and I'm absorbing all these things, you know, what exactly am I doing to my body, um, and how am I equipping myself physically for the glory of God to pursue the things that he wants me to pursue? Mm. Amen. Wow. So good, man. I like am rethinking about my things that I put into my body or onto my body right now. That's just like, so encouraging. Like everyone rethink these things. It's so good. <laughs> Learn from it. Think about wow. your toothpaste. <laughs> your deodorant, your toothpaste. <laughs> oh man. Well, I have a next question and I love this one uh, because it's from my friend Paige. And the cool thing about Paige is some of my friends um, with Paige have been going through your book and they absolutely love it. Like they cannot stop talking about it to me. I'm so excited and, to hear that. So my friend Paige wanted to ask you kind of just what started this book process. Like she wanted to hear the journey of writing your book and the successes you've had or challenges or even the lessons you've learned from this writing process. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I wrote a book called Dear You, Letters of Identity in Yeshua. And it was inspired by what God taught me after a volunteer trip in Israel when I was in my early 20s. Um, I put so much of my worth into what others said about me instead of what God was saying about me. So people who said, you're not enough. Your body isn't perfect. You're not worth my time. I don't like you, you know, just different things like that. I allowed their words of lies to stick like labels to my soul. And by allowing them to do that and to define me, I allowed them to strip away my rightful inheritance as a victorious daughter of God. And so while I was in Israel, God was just really teaching me who I was in him and just stripping these lies and these labels away. And um, the book was born out of that journey and that transformation. So I've always wanted to be an author since I was eight years old, and I am just constantly feeling just so grateful and humbled that just by the grace and the love of God um, that he's given me the opportunity to fill the, fulfill that dream and to, you know, publish a book. 
once again, even with the toothpaste question, but even from this, like you're always learning from these challenges that you've had in life. And, you know, from this place of hurt or, you know, things that you've heard spoken over you that maybe have been encouraging or some things that have been really hard, like you took that and you didn't let the enemy stop you. And you just like searched and looked to see what the father speaks over you. And I think that is just like what people need to learn from is not to stay in that place of thinking you're this way or this way or, you know, whatever, but like learn from it and then move on, do something about it. So I think that's super cool. Yes. I mean, the only one who gets to define you is the one who paid the price for you. Mm-hmm. And so thinking of it that way, um, anybody else, their words, uh, they don't have that right. They don't have that authority to, um, define your worth because they aren't the ones that have given you your worth. Mm. Wow. Amen. Wow. So good. So good. And I had another friend who also asked me, um, her name's Livy, what kind of inspired you to write this book? So, you know, we've already, already talked about that, but man, y'all like, listen to that. The one who just defines you, like that's your value. Your value doesn't come from what people say about you, but it comes from the father himself. Super good. Um, Well, our next question is from our dear friend, Taryn. We love Taryn. Oh, I love Taryn. Fun thing. I have another fun story. I just, I love Taryn. She was my bunk buddy in Israel, but um, Victoria was actually in Taryn's wedding. So I I don't know. I just think it's super cool because like Victoria is going to now talk about Taryn's question. And I don't know. I get so excited about it. So. I love Taryn and her heart. And so oh, it's just yes. it's super fun. I miss her. I haven't seen her in a really long time. So oh, no. yes, we love Taryn. I love each one of these girls that send questions in. So, yes. oh, so exciting. Um, but Taryn asked, since you are such an encourager, it would be cool to hear your testimony on that and how you incorporate the encouraging slash building people up in daily life. So I love that question because part of my perspective in, you know, wanting to encourage people, it goes back to the golden rule, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Because so much of my life um, growing up, I didn't feel seen, I didn't feel heard, and I didn't feel loved um, just by people that I really wanted to be accepted by. Um, Just being a part of a friend group or, you know, just having somebody speak into my life or, you know, say, great job, you know, good, you know, good work. And um, just just speaking those words of edification in life into my life. Um, words of affirmation is like my biggest love language. So maybe that's why it comes easy as well, uh, being able to, to put that into other people's lives. But my goal and my motive, um, whenever I see somebody is to make them feel seen, heard, and loved. Those are the three things that I want um, them to walk away with after having an encounter with me, just making sure that they know just how precious that they are, how much I appreciate them, that I value them. And through that, realizing how much God loves them and how much um, just they're valued by him and that he has great things for them, that that he has a purpose beyond their wildest dreams that they can pursue. And sometimes you just need that one person to say, good job. I see you. Keep going. This is a strength that um, I see that God's given you. This is a talent that you're really great at. And just being that cheerleader for somebody, um, because we all 
need that person in our corner that um, is cheering us on and speaking those words of life. Our words are so powerful and um, using our words to bring life instead of to tear down. You know, sometimes, you know, we can be teasing or joking and, you know, it's all in good fun, but we have to also watch like the words that we are saying in that because we're either speaking life or we're speaking death. And so being sure that we are, um, as we are children, um, in the light and walking in the life of Christ, um, making sure that our words are reflecting that to others. Mm, yeah. And, you know, for me in 2018, when I was in Israel, like I had such a hard time because I was following in that trap of listening to these lies that I was hearing in my head. And it just, it was such a spiritual warfare. It was so hard. And Victoria, you're one of those people that I knew I could just call because you made me just like, yeah, you reminded me of this truth that the Father speaks over me, and you did make me feel seen, and I think that's just such a special gift that the Father has given to you, is making people feel seen, and feel loved, and just feeling so encouraged, because, you know, they may be the outcast in the group, or they may be the most popular person in the group, but you just make everyone feel the same, and I think that's such a special gift to have. And I've seen it modeled in my dad. Uh, my dad, has always been the one who goes for the quote-unquote underdog, you know, like the person that is in the corner or left out or not picked for the game, and I've, I've watched him model that um, in my own life, you know, always seeing him doing that, reaching out, and just watching just the transformation of whoever he's interacting with, um, and so, yeah, just like you're saying, looking for that person who has nobody, um, and genuinely, genuinely wanting to be their friends and to be there for them it's just the greatest gift that you can give somebody but it's, it's also the greatest gift that you can receive because some of my dearest friendships have been formed by reaching out of myself going out of my comfort zone and being there for somebody um, in their time of need and in turn they've been there in my time of need mm. yeah you know I think you really hit it on the dot is going out of yourself, going out of your comfort zone and encouraging or just being there as a friend to those people. Because I think so many times we can get stuck in what we think about ourselves or what people may think of us or, oh, I'm not going to go talk to that person because they are the outcast in the group. But that's the key is going out of yourself because that's what Jesus did. You know, he went out and he, he loved on those people that were, quote, the outcast. And I just, I see that in you. And it's, it's really uh -huh. Thank you so much for saying that. That's actually um, my word for the year. I always pick a word for the year and the word for 2020 was extravagant love. Mm -hmm. And um, that's something that I've been in my quiet time every morning, just asking God, just show me to love like he loves um, and just asking for fresh ideas and opportunities to be the means of showing his extravagant love to the world. You know, and especially in these times when we have, you know, less connection with people, and higher tensions, it makes loving people so much more of a greater priority. Um, because how you love people, not only is it an extension of God's love for them, but it's also proclaiming the hope of the gospel. And so just, I would encourage everybody, just ask God, like, what are some intentional creative ideas of ways to love others during this time? You know, when I might not be able to, you know, go out to a coffee shop with a friend or, you know, maybe it's, it's not something in person, maybe it's something else, some other creative idea or way. Um, and in doing that and in asking for God's heart, 
like you receive such a deeper reality of his own love for you and it is such an amazing experience wow yeah man thank you for sharing all that I know for me that was so encouraging like I could take something from that just like even that question you left there what are some creative intentional ideas to love and go outside of yourself to serve others that's so good well, um, I have another question, and this one I got really excited when I saw. It's from a new friend, actually, and her name is Tabby, and I just, I love Tabby. Tabby is an awesome person, and um, just like, yeah, just striving to live for the Lord, and so when I saw this question, I got super excited about it. She was saying, what does friendship look like in the Bible? All right, so first, this topic is a great topic. But there is no way we can fit this <laughs> within the, like the 25 minutes we have on this podcast. So I love and I appreciate this question so much because Tabby, um, who asked the question, like she actually has the answer within her question, which is if you want to know what friendship looks like, go to the Bible. Um, open up your favorite way to search a concordance, whether that's the YouVersion Bible app or blueletterbible.com and type in friend friendship, companion. Search those words in scripture and read what God says about friendship. Um, just, just find his heart uh, through his word. But secondly, I would also say to look in the gospels at what Christ and his 12 disciples did together. Look at their friendship, how they modeled it. You know, they did life together. They ate together. They prayed together. They did ministry together. So ask yourself if your friendships model that. And then lastly, I would say, um, but this is the most important thing really, is go into your friendships with the mindset of Christ. So Matthew 20, 28 says, just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So go into your friendships asking, how can I serve this person? Instead of thinking of yourself and how can this person serve me? So think about how you can lay down your time, your money, your talents, you know, to bless somebody else. Go into it with a mind of Christ and just exude, you know, his love for people um, on the people in your life. Yeah, I think that's a key right there. Once again, you hit it is loving like Christ is loved because he first loved us. He first set his life down for us. And I think so often we can often look at our friendships and think, okay, what am I getting from this instead of how can I pour into this person? How can I bless this person? How can I encourage this person? Um, you know, and like Proverbs seventeen seven says to that a love a friend loves at all times. And so I just, I love that. It's just like seeing how we can love like he loves. I yes. Think. And also just avoiding burnout in friendships too, because if you're doing it for a response, if you're doing it for something back, you're going to get burned out. But if you're doing it and you're serving it um, in that relationship, thinking, I am serving because I am a child of God. I am serving as Christ served. You're not going to have that burnout um, when things aren't reciprocated. You're going to be able to still be at peace and still be able to give because you're not giving of yourself. You're giving out of the love that God has put within you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So good. You know, um, 
we have another question and I think she's from your side of the friend group. So her name is Courtney. Um, never met her. So <laughs> you okay, so fun, fun story about Courtney. Um, we have been pen pals for probably like 18 years. What? <laughs> I know. She is like one of my dearest friends. I love her so much. Um, and we've never met in person. We've tried multiple times have not been able to do that yet but like still speaking of friendship you know all these years later we're still uh yeah write letters and keep in touch so that's just super fun I love wow. Courtney <laughs> I love that that's so cool man well uh she asked what your favorite bible verse is so I don't know if you have an answer to this yes so this is like my least favorite question because how do you pick one <laughs> Um, I would say, though, like, consistently over many years, Isaiah 61 has been a really special chapter to my heart, but, like, specifically verses one through three. Um, just even as a teenager thinking back, uh, that was always a really special passage to my heart. Wow. And she also asked uh, what your favorite thing to do on a rainy day is. I would say it has to include a hot drink and something creative. So whether that's painting, writing, reading, even baking, it has to be both of those things. And if friends can be included in that, that's even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love the friends. <laughs> okay. And lastly, she asked, tell us about your love of pomegranates. Oh, my people know what's up. <laughs> Oh, I have always loved pomegranates, and maybe it's, like, for their color, um, but I also just love the taste of the fruit. I love the aspects of royalty, like, with the pomegranate's crown and how it is represented in the tabernacle and in the temple, and I love its rep representation of fruitfulness and obedience to God's voice. So it's said that, like, a pomegranate has 613 seeds like the 613 commandments in the Torah or the first five books of the Bible which is like super cool what other fruit has that connection um and just the thought that each one of those seeds has the possibility of reaping a harvest that's like a hundredfold it makes me think of like my own life and the choices and the actions that I make have that potential to reap that same harvest um of righteousness for the glory of God. So um, again, like it's just a fruit and maybe that just got really deep, but I, I don't know. I just, I love pomegranates. They remind me of Israel and my time there. They've just always been really special to me. Wow. See y'all, this is what I'm telling you. Victoria takes something and she's just like, oh yeah, I see like God's word through this. and God's <laughs> like, You know, she's just like so intentional about things. I just, oh, I love it so much. So good. Oh man. Well, as we are getting close to the end, I kind of wanted to finish up the podcast asking you one last question, and that is, what is something you want to leave with everyone, whether it be a word of advice, a fun, awkward story, something God's been teaching you, or all three? You go for it, girl. How much time do we have? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll start with, with the, the main point, too. Um, I would say seek first the kingdom of God, you know, Matthew 6, 33. 
which means not seeking a status or a following or even a platform to preach the kingdom from. Like, seek the kingdom. Seek God for God himself and not for what he can do or even for a revelation truth of something to share on your Instagram caption, you know? Just like in those quiet times where it's you and God, just make it about you and God and no one else. Like, let him minister to your heart. Let him grow your heart in the secret place. Not that the other things are bad, but just make it about you and him. And he will bring you the opportunities in his timing. So don't seek first the opportunity. Seek his heart, always and only. And discover the love that he has for you. And maybe that's a totally new concept for you, or you've never searched the Bible before to discover what God says about you. And if that's the case, um, I mean, I would recommend my book, Dear You, Letters of Identity in Yeshua, because it is filled with scripture verses on who you are as a child of God. Um, and just above all, just know that you are so beloved by him. Like he wants to talk to you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to meet you in the secret and quiet place. And so just take the first step and just talk to him. Seek first the kingdom. Wow. I love that. I really do. Like, I think our culture has got so wrapped up about, you know, having the perfect Instagram account or having the perfect Instagram caption or, um, you know, whatever we, we've gone so wrapped around that. And so I just think that's so important is seeking the kingdom first. And then those opportunities will come to you. And I think it can even go with um, the singleness series that I did last week for the past three weeks is, you know, we can even be trying to seek for a guy, but I think the key is seeking the kingdom first. And then if it's the Lord's will, he'll bring that person, you know, it could go with all things in life. Yeah. Yeah. Everything in life is a season. Um, But the thing that remains unchanging is who you are as a child of God. And again, seeking the kingdom first, that is um, the direction that we have to aim for. That is what we're running towards. Um, it's not the next big thing. It's not the next status. It is seeking first the kingdom, um, seeking God for who he is. And in his presence is fullness of joy, it says in Psalms. And just being able to enjoy God's presence is the sweetest thing. Um, greater than anything that you could achieve in the world. Amen. Yeah. Well, everyone, I'm just so thankful that you all were here today to listen to this amazing podcast. I know I feel super encouraged this morning and just once again, I'm just so grateful for you, Victoria. And, you know, I, I really am grateful for all of you that sent in a question like Paige, I love you, Livy and Taryn and Tabby. I love you all. And Courtney never met you, but I love you. <laughs> I think that's one thing I have just loved in Victoria. I already said it, but just the love that she has for others. And um, I just, you know, hope that we can all learn from this podcast is to really live our life for the Lord, you know, even if it is for our toothpaste, like, you know, all the way to the toothpaste, living for the Lord in all things in life. And so Victoria, I just thank you so much for coming on the show, for taking time out of your day to come here. And everyone, I just want to ask that you go follow Victoria on Instagram. Her handle is at with love from Victoria blog. I follow her. So if you follow me, you can follow her through me. Uh, I guess that's how that works. And also, I would encourage you to go buy her book, um, 
It's called Dear You, Letters of Identity in Yeshua. Uh, Victoria, where are some places that people could go and buy your book? Yeah, it is basically wherever books are sold. But if you head to my website, which is withlovefromvictoria.com, you can find my book there. You can find my Pinterest account, Instagram account, email, all that good stuff, blog, freebies. All that stuff would be on my website, so with love from victoria.com. Yes, that's awesome. Well, everyone, go check it out. You will not regret it. Victoria is someone you don't want to miss on having a friendship with. So, okay, well, I love you all. Victoria, I love you. And love you. Thank you so much for having me, Kayla. This was so much fun. Oh, thank you. I had a blast. And if you all have any other suggestions on who you would like to have on the show next, let me know at Instagram. I hope you all have an awesome, beautiful, blessed day and just enjoy December because this is the month of joy and we're about to enter into the new year. So it's going to be awesome. So praying for you all, love you all and have a good day. Bye. (laughs) 